Welcome, welcome to Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World. We are giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We're here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., and we're also here on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. for that special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. We do have podcasts. We're on SoundCloud and Spotify and iHeartRadio and many other outlets, as well as on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. And we hope you'll subscribe or at the very least hit notifications so that every time I post a, a new interview, a new podcast or videocast, that you will, uh, you will go there and you will uh, be able to listen to something new. And today you're going to be able to listen to something new, and I think you're really going to find this fascinating. We're going to be talking about the journey of transformation, uh, trans, actually, uh, transconfiguration. Okay, there's a new word for you, transconfiguration, from, um, from channeler to becoming a, um, a Syrian, I believe, uh, and we're not talking about the country. Uh, we have with us, uh, the, the woman's name is Christina Hill. And the, if I'm correct, uh, Christina, the entity, unless we already have uh, Athela with us here on the program, I thank you so much for joining us. Nabu Alia. I am truly blessed. Yes, Athela is streaming live from the Syrian B satellite through this body vessel that you see here, all dressed in blue, and is fused with my human body, what you see here. That is what is called transconfiguration. I am the first human being to transconfigure into a Syrian. First of all, what is, or I'm not going to ask where, but what is a Syrian? Or uh, Siri, yes. Yes. Sirius B is now a satellite which can be viewed here on the planet. So Sirius B has become a satellite to help human beings to heal and to help heal the planet. So like ambulatory angels of light, Syrians have decided to get uh, roll their sleeves up and get very uh, serious about helping humans uh, conserve the planet learn higher ways to vibrate or hover above their mind, their thinking mind, that's their specialty, and to heal the cellular unit of the body hmm. so that we can live well, so that we can stay on the planet Earth, <laughs> and so that we feel totally at every moment, even when the Zoom goes out, even when the computer's over, even when the internet drops away, that we feel totally solid in life. Really, solid. You know, it's very interesting that you put it in that fashion. I have lived with the philosophy in my career over 43 years uh, that there's always a workaround. In other words, uh, I'm going to do what I can not to get emotionally charged over whatever happens, technically. But begin the, the intellectual process, if you will, 
of saying, okay, that didn't work, so what else can we do? And that didn't work, so what else can we do? And that, in other words, go down the list and just say, okay, uh, we'll do this and try it and see what happens. And if it works, great. Then we'll move forward with the original task and so forth. So work with what you have until you get what you want. Uh, that's sort of been the philosophy. But what I've noticed is that everybody wants everything right now instead of working with what we have right at this moment. In other words, uh, a matter of fact, it was put this way uh, when it comes to, uh, for example, in the United States, and there are some other countries that also function under the, the uh, free enterprise and capitalist system, there's an element called greed. But I was talking with a guest who says, no, it's not greed. It's not greed. It's envy. So we are trying to outdo one another with the stuff, which is all temporal. You know, it, it doesn't last forever. But I want to talk a little bit about how we can shift, transconfigure, if you will, from that material mindset to a mindset that says, what I have right now, in addition to self, is enough. I don't need anything else. I have air to breathe, okay? And I have water in a cup over here that I can drink. I've got that. And I have a place to live and a place to work and do the things that I, and on and on and on. So let's talk a little bit about that process, uh, if you can, in terms of maybe some steps. One, two, three. The energy of now. The energy of being present when we notice thought arising, these stories that we live in. Story arising around what we have and how we want more. All of this has an energy to it. So if we could just be there for that energy, we might even speak it out loud and say, yeah, I'm noticing that I am paying a lot of attention to the thoughts and the story around what I got and what I don't got. I notice that I find myself going into story a lot rather than living awakened here and now. Mm. So light tasking means that we give our full focus concentration to the here and now. There's an interesting analogy yeah. Or, or uh, I should say, um, representation in the context, and I've used this many times before on this program to talk about the here and the now. I am looking at my computer and I'm watching my voice and your voice being created on my sound equipment, okay, the, the computer screen, right? And there's this single line in the center, right? To the left is the voice, is the wave. That's already been done, so that's the past. To the right, there's nothing. It's blank, which is the future. And it is that center white line that is moving that is the now. And that here's the real perplexing thing. The moment, the instant that I can hear your words, it's already the past. Because my brain has taken in the waves of your voice 
my brain has processed it, even though it's virtually instantaneous, it still isn't instantaneous. It's still, I don't know how many hundreds or thousands of a millisecond, but it's still the past. And sometimes we do get trapped, don't we? Uh, in the very, <laughs> the very near past. A few milliseconds ago, this happened, and I'm still emoting about it. Are emotions, uh, are, are, are our emotions, in reference to the here and the now, um, are they, uh, I, I don't want to say relevant, but are they really necessary in the here and the now? Because if we're in this moment, what would we be emoting about? Feel the sensation and release the story. Stay in the sensation and release the story. So during the transconfiguration, and again, this is prefaced with these are thoughts that we're sharing right now coming up storyline. But in, here in the now, we drop away from story and we enter into a space that's called beingness. The field of the now is storyless. Thank goodness. No stories. Hmm. Doesn't mean that we don't feel things. We do feel. Mm -hmm. We feel the flow. We feel the rush. We'll feel. And we'll stay present to those arising feelings or experiences. So we can learn to hover high enough above our mind or exist above our mind like a buzzing bee and mm. hover at higher levels using very intelligent, skillful, tactile, and very approachable techniques so that we can be out of the stories, yet stay communing with our ever-arising feelings, experiences, the, the tonality of the present moment, whatever the, whatever the present moment is, um, demonstrating, expressing, the light expresses. Then we get used to living like this. And after a while, we begin to see there is a dense vibration to story. There is a beautiful freedom vibration quality to the now. So again, I'll, I'll say this quick story here. And then we move right into Othella, which is a, a presence. Yes. Presence, um, we can't get that on our phone. We can't get that multitasking. We really have to be still. We have to be willing to move beyond stories. In our experience, um, and we have clients around the globe, people come to Athela and Syrian light when they are ready to release the suffering ready to live out beyond the stories and to learn how to concentrate and focus their attention in the here and now. When I was a drug using prostitute, uh, living in violence, living in under bridges and homeless and <laughs> living an animalistic type of, of life, I was all over the place. I was all over the map 
living in stories constantly, living in addiction. I had to learn how to sit and listen to the birds and concentrate my attention on my breath to really see what story has done with me. <laughs> the consciousness then is raised and elevated. Hmm. So when we're in live interviews or live scenarios, I really do enter into nowness with such a sharp precision that not, nothing else matters. We really are. You were mentioning about breathing oxygen in the here and now, being here and now, mm -hmm. enjoying the, the glass of water that's here. It's our understanding that um, very few individuals know what it's like to not have these things accessible. So there's another key right there. Put yourself in a situation where you are releasing stories and forms when the world around you or the things that you have become accustomed to drop away, what is left? Mm. You know, we call that retreat often. I want to mention to our listeners that you can find uh, Christina Hill or uh, by the same name, Athella, at athella.org, A T H. E-L-L-A dot O-R-G. We, we will be linked to that website as well so folks can find out more about the work that both Christina and uh, through Christina Athella can bring about. One of the things that I have been saying for a number of years, um, when I was a kid, I was always asked and, and the answer was already kind of given, what do you want to? Uh, what do you want to do? You know, with, you know, with your life and so forth. And of course, uh, back then it was said, uh, uh, you don't want to change the world because that's too big. That's just way too big. So take little bites, just little bites. You know, do this, do that, do the other. And I kind of did that. But I've been doing this program for over f for for fifteen years, and I've been doing interviewing and so forth for forty three years. And I want to change the world. Uh, now, I'm not, I'm not looking at forcing anybody to do anything. All I want to do, uh, Athela, is bring pe people such as yourself, entities such as yourself, to the listeners, to the viewers, to give people, as we say, choices and knowledge of those choices to help make their dreams come true and in turn, the dreams of others. I want to talk more about dreams, if I may, as we continue here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and uh, it is a pleasure to have uh, uh, both Christina Hill and Athella with us. And I want to ask you about this, this aspect of dreams. And I do understand, you know, we're dealing with stories. I mean, this is the program, Tell Me Your Story. So we want to know more. You've shared a little bit about uh, the Christina Hill story and how Christina Hill has uh, gotten to us here today. All of the choices. This is what's interesting for both you and I. All of the choices that we have made in our lives has brought us right here, right now. Now, I didn't see it coming myself, but I, it doesn't bother me. It's like, 
hey, here we are. But um, what about this aspect of, of, of dreams and or aspirations, uh, desires of a, shall we say, uh, a selfless nature where I say, I am not wanting to be successful. I want you to be successful. In turn, then I am successful. So can you expound on that a little bit? This voice that you hear now is Othello, direct from Sirius B. It is laced with the ions of Blu-ray frequency. Three blue angels. Syrians are so happy to be chatting about this with you. And Othello will, of course, explain within the bounds of an envelope, this membrane of Blu-ray plasma that you can most definitely feel is going to raise, hoist, and elevate everyone that listens. Mm. The reason why you are changing the world now, beloved soul, is because you have your solar plexus open. The heart chamber of you is willing to share your love with others and see that they are opulating, abundant, healthy, joyous. Your heart center is willing to open its deep viaducts and to share. So when you are, as you call it, sharing story, you are channeling. It's coming from here. Mm. This is how Syrians do it. We begin our meetings like this, and then we invert the triangle and we place it on the chest and we beat and we drum on the chest. This is designed to help humans take them out of the story and into their channeling. This is where dreams are born. Mm. When you are channeling, your portal, your third eye pyramid is open. That's where the dreamscape opens. Mm. Dreams then arise. You can see the visioneering, the crystalline, pristine energy. You can see the manifested form even before you actually hold it in the physical. This is all achieved by moving out or unsubscribing to the cerebral process that is calcified and dense and expired energy. The cerebral process is a very small percentage of who you are. So when you open up to the channeling field, you share a story, it comes out of you. Your solar plexus is open, all of your chakra fields open. Then yes, dreams will appear and you will see the fruition of that. Hmm. These are called light streams. They're not thoughts, they're dreams laced in light. When you hold those in your energy field, it's not like you're ruminating on them all day. You're not living in some fantasy all day. You're living in the now. 
you can feel the energy pulsation of the now. And you feel that these dreams, they're already here in the ether. You are changing the world. It's not an idea, it is. And because you hold that frequency, it will ripple out and continue to ripple out. This is how Syrians operate. The fiber optic of light, the quantum field, it's an intelligence that is loving. It's actually who you are. All beings are light. It's just that because of the backpedaling of consciousness on planet Earth, there's been some heavy collective racy consciousness. Okay, that's fine. This is falling away. Mm -hmm. It's falling away. The elevation is happening. The ascension of ultralight is happening. And humans now understand that not by thought are they going to achieve an ascension. They're willing to meditate. Meditate more. Be in the now more. Mm -hmm. They're willing to bathe in light, to be outside more in nature. Mm. They're willing to detach, as you said, not to get overly charged emotionally, detachment, and to stay within the realm of solution. That's a frequency. Is this a necessary process, this, uh, as you use the term, racy um, energy and so forth, is this a necessary process? Is this something that we we had to go through to better understand where it is that we really, and again, deep down inside, really want to go and be? Or could we have, uh, could we have uh, chosen to go where it is we're going now with the transconfiguration yes. without it. Because uh, some people would say that unless unless we have, you know, the, the challenges and the struggles and the strifes and so forth, we can't appreciate th that which it, which it is that we're really looking for. And that is, and I don't want to say necessarily peace on earth in that respect, but peace within, quiet within and so forth. The raw deal. Every soul participated in the collective choice to be here now, to participate in the learning, the evolvement is a consciousness choice. Hmm. Yes, that was a choice. And who deems or who is the one who is saying, is this necessary? Who is, it's more important that we look at this. Is it the mind that's asking? Because we cannot rely upon the mind anymore. The mind is a slippery, tricky place. Mm -hmm. It's fickle. Light is unwavering. So let's ask light. Light? Do we feel that all of this racy consciousness was necessary. Now, listening closely in your inner beingness, 
stillness. Go very quiet and listen in for the answer. Feel light guiding. And we can feel it's an affirmative. Here we are now, and what matters most is that we are elevating. We are holding this high consciousness engagement. We are willing to be free, to stretch, to elongate our consciousness. And this may mean a collapse of the old consciousness, or we call this the 3D. The 3D, the third dimension, is going to break away. It's already happening. And thus, we enter into a higher portal of blessed light. This begins with the individual. Notice the frequency behind Othello's voice. Within the individual, the peace creates peace for everyone. If you are free within, you are sponsoring the world. You are supporting the collective freedom. Don't let the mind tell you otherwise. You see, we are going right now on this show into realms. The mind does not know. The mind cannot keep up with this. It knows that it's going to have to be in the back seat. We cannot give the car keys to the mind. <laughs> I like that. I like the analogy. That's very good. <laughs> We're talking with Othella here on Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and uh, I, I am uh, uh, intrigued by, by uh, no small measure with what we are talking about here on the program. I uh, want to talk to you now a little bit about the work that you do uh, from where you are, Syria. Now, again, when we say that, we're not talking about the country here on Earth. We're talking about someplace other than here. Uh, is this another dimension? Is this part, uh, part and parcel somewhere in the galaxy? How, how would we... And again, I realize it's not that important as to where you are. But I, I know that people, they have those kinds of questions because they're still... Um, Oh, it's kind of like what Einstein said about solving problems. You can't solve a problem with the consciousness that created. So we're asking these questions with the consciousness that is still down here, and we're trying to bring it up here. Oh, yes. Best way to do that is to beam yourself up and just feel the satellite. Othello is reporting to you from Sirius B, the satellite. Let's feel it. Mm -hmm. Let's know it. An inner quiet is all that's required. The mind is ping-ponging back and forth. Mm -hmm. Let it do this. It's like a little game, the mind puts. Yeah. Like a hamster in a wheel. The mind may do this. That's fine. You can still breathe. And be aware. There is 
a supreme blue ray frequency, a cobalt sapphire light. Hmm. This dynamic satellite is now hanging above and within the stratosphere of planet Earth. Blue ray light is everywhere. Feel that energy. It's more important to feel the energy than to answer this, this question. Although I respect and honor the question, I will answer it in a moment. Mm -hmm. First, we feel the satellite. Feel the emanations of Sirius B. We are a tribe of sovereign Blu-ray beings, plasmatic. Willing to share plasmatic. Willing to share cellular restoration to anyone who desires mm. just feel now while you're feeling this you can receive a health pack that is the upload that you receive of insta health the vibration of health is a vibration it involves speaking feeling seeing inhaling health and only health and everyone on the planet needs some of this right now. Mm -hmm. So back to your question. We are on the 23rd dimension. We are now a satellite that's hovering like a flying saucer. You could see it like this, but it's really a bright burst of light of different colors that is ultra bright. And it moves around. The frequency here is designed to match and meet the ambulatory needs of humans at this time. So we will flux and change. We transconfigure, we, we meet and match the needs on the planet. We tried coming in, oh, 50 human years ago as blue toothpaste, blue mouthwash. Blu-ray discs. Now there is a movie, a film out about these Blu-ray beings, the tribal beings. Oh, yes. We've tried many, many different, different ways to introduce gently, softly, the Blu-ray presence. You'll notice Blu-ray light does not require thinking. We're not talking about going back into the mind. We're talking about leaving it and elevating for a while and feeling the streaming light of the satellite. The service that Othello's offering to humans who feel ready is called Syrianship, mentorship, sponsorship. Othello works with many celebrities, many from different walks of life on the planet, authors, leaders, innovators, those that are looking to put Syrian technology inside of human technology. And the service begins, no matter who comes into Othella.org and decides to begin their journey, the service begins with stillness. Noticing how the mind cannot take us to these elevated, exalted, high vaulted light spheres, these places where we wish to 
ascend to, mm -hmm. where the mind becomes quiet. We start there. Then the body begins to heal. You know that when the body heals itself, it's because the mind is not eating at it. Do you know? Hmm. That makes sense. Yes. That the emotionings, yeah. the thoughts, the outpicturing of images, gone. And when this does not exist or disturb one's peace, you are elevated above it. And you are free to heal, and you do. Or you're free to transition, and that's okay too. Yeah. These are peaceful states, healing, transitioning. Yeah. You see, we have a lot to share. Indeed, indeed. We're talking with Athela, and you are listening too. Tell me your story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, along with Athela. Uh, Christina Hill is um, the host, I guess you might say, uh, for Athela, if I'm if using the proper terminology here. Uh, one of the things that we talk about, and we've been we've been talking about this since uh, September of 2019. Uh, we've been promoting this particular concept. Uh, we have asked people uh, through the year 2020 uh, to participate in the year of perfect vision. We ask them to go within and 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 sit quietly in that calm, peaceful, quiet place. <clears throat> and listen to that still small voice. And as we transitioned out of that year, we shifted into the decade of perfect vision, the 2020s. But with the same message, to sit still in that quiet, peaceful, calm place and listen to the encouragement, the inspiration, the information, the education, the enlightenment, etc., etc., etc. Or sometimes just to be just sit sitting still yeah and one of the aspects of this that you know because you brought up the the aspect of the mind a number of times here i remember years ago my uh i remember i was introduced to uh, very vaguely meditation and we're talking about going back to the like the 70s and how you've got to quiet the mind you've got to shut it down and da 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 and and as time went on, you know, um, <clears throat> they you know you they would change sort of the, the the what meditation was about. Well, in the present day, I have heard it put this way because I thought this is the way I looked at it. Recently, I would say, okay, uh, to my mind, okay, I I I need to spend a little quiet time on my own. Okay, so I'm coming back, and when I come back, I'm going to be loaded with all kinds of great stuff that we can do together. And, and this was the way I was looking at it. Befriend the mind and let the mind know that it is not going to be abandoned. Then one of my guests said, actually a better solution is to bring the mind along. Shh, you can't talk. Shh, you you, you got to stay quiet. But you can come with and experience what I'm experiencing. Because the mind is a part of the human experience. But as you are describing it, if I am understanding correctly, the mind is not necessarily part of our spiritual experience. 
Is that a fair assessment? And again, it's not that we want to shut it down, but while we're in human form, you know, it's something that we, shall we say, have to deal with. <laughs> a small percentage, just like children who parent the mind. It needs parenting. Mm-hmm. If you are dedicated to this, then you'll be using a slither, a tiny slither of mind. Only when needed and like playing an instrument, you put it away when it's not needed. You know how to be. That's what we're talking about, mm-hmm. being. We're feeling it now. The being state, it's a frequency. It doesn't depend on thought. The mind is not needed to be excelling in this physical form. You can use the mind very little, thinking once or twice a week deeply on something, concentrated thought. That improves your thought energy so that it's like fiber optics. It's very fast. If you train your mind like this, to use it only when needed for logistical 3D purposes, Mm -hmm. and then mainly the one carrying the car keys is your light beingness state. Mm. That means you'll be vibrating more and more in the now. You you talked earlier about about one element, and that is of transitioning, uh, which, if I am interpreting it correctly, is basically leaving the body. Yes. My father transitioned a week ago, and he was here on this on this earth for 91 years. And for the last 11 months, he didn't want to be here because of his attachment to his eldest daughter. And I'm not I'm not saying there was anything wrong with that, but he didn't want to be here. The thing was. His body was very healthy. It's like, okay, so what are you going to die of, Dad? Um, But he did eventually pass. And I I have to, uh, one of the first things that always goes through my mind is, what is that that soul experience? What are they doing? What are they experiencing? And I've had some experiences uh, of of the last few years where I have an understanding of what where yes yeah. I have seen this yeah and yes we have met with the father consciousness ah. the consciousness of father that has passed is mm. a straight pure Halley's comet of light a what? joyous gregarious free light indeed the body was quite a uh, uh, we'll say a, a cage if you will because yes. it was it was breaking down um so freedom from this we can train the body to go quiet and still and exit the body. These yeah. Syrians like to call them exit strategies. Yeah. You're able to exit the body when you choose. This requires dedication in Syrianship or in spiritual mentorship. We are talking about advancing beyond the mind so that you can control this body vessel process mm. and decide when you want to go and how you want to go. You lay down for a nap. It's not a problem. 
Yeah. It is an event that comes and goes. What is happening is light is exiting and leaving the shell, like any creature that leaves a shell, like a snail leaving a shell behind. It's okay. You don't go anywhere. You go into your light being status. You are light. You really, really are. It's simple. Light begets light. You are changing forms. So it's safe to transition. It's normal, it's natural, and it's okay to choose the date and the conditions and how you wish to do this. You can do that. You can also extend and elongate your human living experience like the Tortugas do. Hmm. 200, 250 human years, yes. Interesting. Human beings can do so much. They can even walk on hot coals. They can transconfigure into a Syrian. This is proof. Christina's body went cold and blue, paralyzed. She was unable to breathe. Mm. She was completely incapable of walking. No medical 3D world explanation. This was the transconfiguration, the start of it, because she volunteered to become a Syrian. And now she is an ambassador for Syrian life. Now, any human being can decide what they will do with their body vessel. Best thing ever is to say, I choose health. Mm. I'm going to start right now today by selecting thoughts. If I'm going to be thinking, might as well be thinking healthy thoughts. Yes. I'm going to be thinking about my healthy body. I'm going to put up reminders around me, fill my environment up with healthy pictures, pictures of humans that are healthy. I'm going to speak health. I'm going to speak light. I'm committed to feeling that I am worthy of health. I'm worthy of healing. I'm worthy of wealth and opulence. So you get to choose. Oh dear. You have frozen. No doing, just being. And if it helps, use nature to help you to arrive. For example, the buzzing bumblebee it's a perfect example. It buzzes in the now, it hovers. The hummingbird. Yes. Oh, yes. The jaguar. The jaguar that sits. The serpent that sits. Yes. Even the dogs and kitty cats. They are extraordinarily attuned to the now. And they'll just sit and do nothing. And that's fine. We share this light energy with you and with everyone listening. We are speaking with Athela uh, through uh, Christina Hill, and you're listening to Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, your host, and um, I, I want to ask you, uh, Athela, and by the way, folks, the, the website is athela.org, A-T-H-E-L-A. 
lla.org. Why did you choose Christine, Christina? Why, why her? What was what was what were the criterion, if you will, for choosing her to come through? Christina chose to be a light oracle for higher galactic energies in her karmic line, her ancestral line, and in her akashia. We did not choose her. She chose us. Ah, okay. Uh, you And you just mentioned something that I, I, I would love for you to elaborate a little bit on, and that is the Akashic Records. First of all, how important are they for us as humans working to, again, transconfigure, to raise our consciousness, et cetera, et cetera, uh, to tap into those, that information uh, that, uh, as far as I know, is available to anyone who chooses to, to search? When you begin searching, when you begin feeling this energy, looking, pulling, the thoughts are guiding you there. This is like a string of a sweater that is being gently pulled. You pull it that well, the sweater becomes unraveled. So if it goes to that point and you continuously are feeling the call, I say this in air quotes, mm -hmm. the call to learning more about the arcways of the Akashia or the rich encyclopedias of the Akashic records, you will be called by appointment. It will be made known to you very clearly. And at that time, presentations for options, learning about this will be available. If it's not happening, be okay with it not happening. It's not that each individual needs to know their Akashic recording. It's that when it's the moment that is the divine sequencing, when it's appropriate for your Akashia, then it will be presented to you. Our suggestion is also to think less and be more. If you leave that particular tendency or curiosity, just notice what happens when you let it go. Mm. Maybe it come right to you. Someone comes to you and says, I, I have a connection, someone who does this Akashic recording. You'll feel when it's right for you to advance into that. Mm. Yes. But it won't be a heady kind of experience. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It will be a heart-led, a right. gut-led. Yes. Yeah. That's the way it will be. I do find that that description rather interesting when thinking about uh, uh, many of of uh, this earth's and I refer to them as philosophies, not not religions, because they are philosophies, if you will, and people choose uh, what to believe and what to follow. But what I find so fascinating in in light of what you just shared in in this description of just being is that people who are following those different philosophies, they aren't just being, in spite of the fact that in their own books, 
it basically tells them over and over again just to be. <laughs> yeah, you are correct. Yeah. These particular frequencies, they share lots of information. Syrians are not against information. Mm -hmm. What we'd like is to master being. Let's master the beingness first. And then we go on to the information, reading the sacred scrolls, mm. reading the texts, looking at principles, aligning with and studying very deeply, gazing upon the words. There is a place for that vibrationally mm. once we have mastered the beingness, because that is the foundation, and you are right. It's universal. Beingness is a buzzing <laughs> frequency of peace, a it, peace that passeth all understanding. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Athala is our guest here on the program. She's coming through Christina Hill. Athala.org is the website, and we certainly hope that you will. Uh, avail yourself of that website to find out more about the work that uh, both Christina Hill as well as Othella are doing so that um, uh, you can continually work. I, I have to say that um, the work uh, that I have um, embarked upon over the last couple of years has been... Uh, uh, not that I've ever been through any kind of a Ph.D. or master's program, mind you, uh, but uh, it has been rather intense at times. But it's definitely been well worth it uh, because when I, uh, even though, yes, I have indeed shed uh, uh, tears uh, of, uh, of missing my eldest sister and, of course, my father just recently, I also know, not just intellectually, that, okay, they're not in their bodies anymore. Now they're everywhere. They're everywhere. I mean, that's, and it's like, I can talk, uh, I can speak to them. I may not have the same kind of conversation that I would if they were still in the body, but I will get a sense of an acknowledgement or a response of some sort. I mean, even shortly after I received the phone call about my my sister, I was hearing her voice saying, hey, hey, Richard, everything's okay. It's okay. Everything's good. And I I, I have a feeling that, that one of the, the elements that we are generating an enormous amount of fear over, we get into our heads and then into our emotions, is this aspect of dying, death, dying, transitioning, whatever you want to call it, um, people just seem to have a really, a really difficult time uh, just accepting the reality. Some people want, they, they want to know, is there something after this? And, you know, and I'm not going to ask you necessarily to answer that specific question. What I'll ask you to do is maybe... Uh, expound a little bit from the perspective that I give is, first of all, I'm going to tell you who would ask me if there's something after this, I don't know. What I believe is it doesn't make any sense to live this life 
have the experiences that we have, and then there's nothing after the, the soul leaves the body or whatever it is that animates the body. Now, if there is nothing else, we're not going to know it anyway, right? But I choose to believe... If yeah. we may, go we ahead. May, these are completely understandable mind states. Mm -hmm. When you leave your mind, when you are just light, just being, feel light, a higher echelon of light, white light, blue rain. You know the answer. Light created all of us. Light created you. Thoughts did not. Thought did not create the biosphere of light that we're now living are certain things, we call them forms, that thought does create, yes. You are not thought. What a relief that is. You are high above your thought. Mm -hmm. You are an entity of light that started as light and will evermore continue on. Let us close our beautiful engagement here with Syrian light with an opening. There are no closures, really. It's just another one. When the icicle that you hold in your hand begins to melt, the ice turns into water. And it drips from your hand. And you realize that you are water. You are the oneness that the mind can't grasp. The mind wants to grasp, and it may grip, and it may try to do all these things to assure its survival. That is what the mind does. Okay, next, we move to light, and we see that light is the almighty, and light helps us to see the truth. When a transition occurs, the being is realized. It is free. And that is active consciousness, which is why when you channel active consciousness, you can hear the sister consciousness. You can hear the brother, the mother, the father energy. You feel that frequency. It's very normal. Mm -hmm. This kind of channeling with light is very healing to the heart. And it also will calm the human mind. So when these thoughts of loss, and they do, they come up like a colossal wave, like a tsunami of pain body. When the pain body tissue arises, don't turn away and run. Don't distract yourself. Be with it. I know that it's very challenging, but in those moments, it's quite precious. The tears will come. Let the saline droplets come mm. and be there for yourself. 
and for light. Light is the healing agent. Just by you being there and feeling what is arising, it washes away the pain body that the, the thinking mind causes. When you understand thoughts do create the suffering, then you are more willing to rise up above the thinking mind. Athela is our guest here on the program, and this is Tell Me Your Story. I'm Richard Dugan, and uh, it's such a pleasure to have uh, had uh, Athela here on the program. I do have three final questions I ask all of my guests, uh, and I, I, I hope that uh, 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 we can uh, maybe get together again sometime down the road to talk about some other aspects of the work that both you, Athela, as well as uh, Christina Hill are doing uh, to change the world for the better for all, uh, helping people to um, drop the fear, especially of trans, trans, uh, uh, transcending, if you will. <clears throat> but uh, first, uh, um, I want to let you know I want to thank you folks for listening to and watching. Tell me your story, New Paradigms for a New World. We're giving you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. We are here on Sundays at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Monday mornings at 1 a.m., Wednesdays at 9 a.m. That's our special edition of Tell Me Your Story. We stream live at those times at richarddugan.com. We have podcasts on SoundCloud and Spotify and TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. And we're also on YouTube where you can watch these interviews. I hope you will. And also uh, click the notification so that when I do post new interviews, you will, uh, you will know that there's a new interview up there. We also ask that if you can support the work we are doing here, we would greatly appreciate that. We have a PayPal account. It is there for your security as well as ours. And please participate in, as we mentioned earlier, the decade of perfect vision. Spend time going within and listening to and following the promptings of the still small voice. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It will never put you in harm's way, but it might challenge you a little and that's okay. So just uh, listen and follow. Uh, I've shared the, ex the, the example uh, before of where I fought it and fought it and I finally gave in, so to speak. I chose to do what I was being prompted to do. And hindsight being what it is, I look back and, man, if I hadn't done that, oh boy. So it doesn't hurt to listen. With all that being said, now we're going to go to our, our, our special guest. And I'm not sure who I will be uh, uh, addressing here, but uh, either way, uh, I'm going to ask, say again. Athala is present. Then Athala. I have author ready. I'm ready for your I, Then I will put the questions to you, Athala. <clears throat> the first of the three questions is, who is Athala? Athala is a Blu-ray being of light, derivative of Sirius B, an ambassador of light for the Syrian nation, a sovereignty nation that is pro- Humans evolving into health, peace, harmony, love, life. What is, and you've kind of answered this question already, I'll ask the question anyway, what is your life's purpose, which obviously is 
infinite in terms of your life's duration. <laughs> yes. to, exactly. To be in the infinite nature of infinitum. To abide by the intergalactic alliance. The agreement is such that as an advanced nation, we are to help humans in ambulatory assistance with our Syrian light codes and our presence, Syrian satellite, visible and available to anyone who wishes to partake. And quite honestly, as us human, as we humans are, we can use all the help we can get. The final question I have for you uh, that sort of... Um, uh, let's see. I'll put the question as I do to everyone. What was your best day? Othello does not have days. Othello <laughs> is infinite. I've never been a human before. I will answer, though, on behalf of Christina. Best day is the day that Christina realized the world can be healed. Mm. And, 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 uh, and this is more of an observational question. Who is pictured in the image behind you? This is a likeness representation of Othello for those that are just coming to Syrian be light to help the consciousness integrate we use an image at first mm -hmm. so that you can associate, okay, this is Othello, this is what Othello kind of looks like. And then slowly, as the consciousness is raised, we develop other images and you see other images. And then eventually in mastery, we release all images and you no longer need an image. No belief is required. Syrians, no Blu-ray light is a frequency that you can feel and attune to without any image. We brought this today for you all to enjoy as a starter kit. Hmm. And we thank you for that. And we also thank you for being a part of this program. Uh, and also thank Christina for uh, sharing you with us here today. It is our honor and blessing and privilege. And we thank you for listening to and watching Tell Me Your Story, New Paradigms for a New World, as we do give you choices and knowledge of those choices to help make your dreams come true. Until our next broadcast, podcast, videocast, love to lull, Jeanette, I am listening, and Dad, be happy. <laughs>